And welcome to the podcast with purpose in this world. Welcome to my time with Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. And I'm your host, Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. Uh, I'm a person that was diagnosed with autism at age three. And as a person on the spectrum, I went to different challenges in my life, such as social communication, being nonverbal to age four, rejection, bullying, discrimination, and many challenges in life. But throughout my life, I've overcome those challenges to achieve key goals of graduating from college, be able to get full-time employment, be writing my own book, become a motivational speaker, being work on doing work on television, and more important today, an international ambassador for autism and many other causes. This is a podcast in which we'll talk about different topics, autism, mental health, and many others that impact our community and our world. And we're gonna have we're gonna have people as guests as, in which I can interview from around the world. So without further ado, welcome to my time with Tony Fernandez Umar. Good evening to all. Buenas noches. Good evening to everybody that is watching or tuning in right now to my podcast, My Time with Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. And this is your host, Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. Welcome to the per to the podcast with purpose in this world. I'm truly grateful and I thank you all for joining me tonight in this episode of My Time. Um, if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to my podcast through all the platforms, Facebook, YouTube. Spotify, Apple, Google, and many other platforms. If you haven't done so yet, I will invite you to follow my, my social media under Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. Always follow my social media to keep yourself updated with all upcoming events, upcoming news of all my projects and everything that I'm doing. So again, I want to thank you all for being with me here tonight in this new episode of My Time with Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. And today, uh, this episode, uh, we're going to talk about a very uh, sad situation uh, that happened in Puerto Rico recently. And, the, and this had to do uh, with a teenager, a 13-year-old girl uh, that was um, you know, sexually abused um, by, his own, by her own uh, stepfather. And, and this uh, teenager... She's autistic. She has severe autism, and she was abused for three years. As you know, I, I you know, when I uh, first heard about this news uh, this past Monday, I felt like, uh, you know, I was in shock. I was sad, and it hit me. It hit me very hard, and it got me wondering as to how can people get to this low point of attacking an innocent girl, much less a person with an intellectual disability like autism the way, this way. And even worse, that her own mother was an accomplice of this tragedy. And the way it happened is that this came into light this past Sunday when the teenager was turning in, you know, she was, she was, uh, she was, you know, she was taken into a hospital, and then they identified that she was pregnant, and and because of that, her stepfather turned turned himself in to the authorities, and he was arrested and is in jail right now, same as the mother, who was arrest, arrested shortly. 
And this is an ongoing um, situation at this time. A lot of information is coming up in regards to this case. Um, even so, yesterday, the teenager um, gave birth to a, a, you know, a baby girl, uh, 13 years old. Um, good thing that you know, thank God that, that both of them, you know, were stable after this event. But this is a very sad uh, criminal case that in which two people ruined the life and 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 and, and attack their own daughter. And even worse is the biological father, according to the reports, has been almost absent in her life. And there's a lot of things coming up from Puerto Rico right now at this moment, such as, you know, how did, how did, how did all of this got to this point? Because she was being sexually abused for years, at least the last three years, according to reports. And then we have uh, the Department of Education coming up saying that that the teachers have made reports uh, that, 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 that the teenager that the girl uh, has shown signs of weakness, uh, has shown uh, weird signs that something was wrong with her. And unfortunately, nothing, nothing was followed through after that. And as I said, right now, this is a situation that is still under investigation. And I'm praying that the people who did this to her pay the high price of this criminal act. And I'm praying for the girl, for the teenager with the severe autism. You know, as you know, autism comes in different levels uh, from the most functional to the more severe, but each of them have their own uh, challenges. And to be able, you know, how did this girl with the difficulties of processing all these events, and obviously she's nonverbal according to the latest reports, um, to deal with all of this crap, with all of this circumstance, attack, viciously attack, sexually assaulted, is a tragedy. And this is something that we have to think about as a society because Sexual abuse cases in regards to people with autism and other intellectual disabilities happen more than you think. Uh, according to the latest late data, uh, people with intellectual disabilities are seven times more likely to be victims of sexual abuse. As you know, you know, people speaking up in regards to sexual abuse is a very tough situation. It's even tougher for people with autism and other intellectual disabilities. And that's something that we need to, uh, we, we need to really process because sadly, uh, this topic of sexual abuse or where is human trafficking or other controversial topics that, that happen, other different situations that happen in our society are not being talked about. And a lot of times we focus on different things that are more, more childlike, more, you know, infantile, um, you know, kids, you know, especially with autism, you know, things about games, 
schools, which I'm not saying that things, nothing happens in school. Of course, a lot of different situations and a lot of this happens in schools. Just to mention, there have been reports and I've seen it of special needs students being abused in the school system, for example. And it's always been a struggle. It's always been a pain in the neck, pain in the you know what, in terms of getting justice against those professors, those teachers that sexually abuse students. And that's the thing. And unfortunately, we're not talking about this topic as we should. And we need to now, with this situation that happened in Puerto Rico, to take a look into ourselves and fix the root of the problem and work together to make sure that situations like this never happen again, especially in Puerto Rico. Because I know that we have the debates in regards of you know what would have happened with the child that that the teenager that an abortion should have been done on the teenager uh, you know to say you know to not bring that 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 child to the world which I disagree I, I you know I'm you know despite the the circumstances because you know the baby was already nine months and anyway I don't support any abortion at all but we need to attack. The root problem. This is not about that. Only that. It's about attacking the root problems that led to this. Where was the rest of the family, for example, as this was this abuse was happening? Obviously, we knew that the teenager, the the girl, was nonverbal. So, but one thing to realize is that autism is different for different people, and it's different despite the levels one, two, and three. We need to find a, you know, we need, we don't know how, how she was processing this situation. Because as you know, people with autism has struggles with communication and processing things. And it was more severe, so it was gonna be more difficult. And maybe she was, didn't have the way to express herself in regards to what was happening to her. Or maybe she was threatened. There's a lot of questions where was her father, her biological father, as this was happening? Where is the t-shirts? Okay, now it's come, the reports are coming up that they noticed this, but why wasn't something done earlier? That's the question. And what, what, what is the, you know, there was a, a failure in different levels of our society and government. Not only the government, I'm not going to, People can blame, oh, blame the government all you want, but it starts with us. And especially as, as you know, as a fellow Puerto Rican, I speak like you know, I say that it starts with us, and that's because of the lack of values, the different tough situations and struggles that are happening in society are leading to situations like this. And we need to find a way to attack those, especially helping people with intellectual disabilities and their families. So that way they can have the tools to survive in independence. And I know 
it's not easy. And that's the challenge that we have. How can we help people with intellectual disabilities, regardless of the functionality level, giving them the tools to survive this cruel world that we're living in, especially today? That's something that we as a society, we as a community, we have to do a much better job. And it starts with us. Um, we need to find more programs in dealing with these cases like this. Resources, supports, adoption programs. Um, we have to do all of that, of course. But until we attack the root cause, nothing's going to change. And it's a very sad situation. It's a very sad situation, unfortunately. It's being talked in the news, but not, not enough. We need to talk about it. We need to take action about it. So that way, we avoid situations like this. And it starts with us. So, you know, to conclude, uh, right now, the it is an ongoing investigation. We don't have more details, you know, as of today. You know, you can, one, you know, read the news. But this, I hope that justice is done. Pray for that. And very important of all, I pray for the, the, the teenager with autism, the baby. I'm praying that they can get to a home that receive the love and support that they deserve, that they need. Um, especially people that are trained with autism and disabilities. That would be the preferred scenario. And I'm praying for the agencies, the people that are in charge of this situation at this time. I'm praying that we can come together as a community to be able to work together for real, go beyond the differences, the, the visions, and we can work on this together so that way, no more of these cases happen again. Sexual abuse is something that should be eradicated from the face of this earth. Same as human trafficking, we need to talk. And these topics, our community is not exempt from this. We need to help them and prepare them. Uh, so education is key, as I mentioned. But beyond education is action. We have gone too long with more of these situations happening. Again, seven, you know, a lot of times people with intellectual disabilities that have been victims of sexual abuse are not able to speak with for because of different reasons, struggles with communication. What we have to do to make sure the situations like this never happen again. That's our responsibility as a society. And for, for people of Puerto Rico, for my home, we have to start from starting with us and working together. Uh, so overall prayers for this. this is a very sad situation. Um, I don't know if anybody has any comments, any questions right now. Um, I'm not seeing much right now. Um, if there's any questions, I would like to hear from you. 
I would like to hear your thoughts in regards to this situation. Um, I would like to hear from you. And at the end of this post, I'm going to post, and in, in, in the end of this episode, my social media, I'm going to be posting an article from Autism Speaks that talk about tips, supports, and resources in regards to sexual abuse, especially for families that have a loved one with autism, which I've received communication, especially the last couple of days, worried, concerned, terrified in regards to this situation. And I can understand everything that they're doing to protect their children from the evils of this world. While at the same time, we cannot overprotect our children at the same time. That's my opinion. We have to help them and prepare for the world that they face, regardless of the difficulties. And that's something that we need to come together for it. So I just want to say, you know, thank you for bringing attention to this horrible situation. You're welcome. Um, let's work together again. I would like to see more of a unity, especially with the societies that deal with autism and disabilities. Is We need to work together in that. And that just like my friend Wilda says, unfortunately, the fear of a child being abused while being away from us, their parents increase, increase when the child is a communication issue, with communication issues. That's the sad reality. And that's something that has to be worked on. And that's something that hopefully with this situation, we can come together, especially in Puerto Rico, to create those programs and those resources and those supports. Because the reality is the world right now is a very, very tough, tough place. We have to get our children ready for it. So I wanted to share my thoughts in regards to this situation. Um, and you know, I, I never can I never feel I can leave my show with anyone other than us. And I can and I completely understand. And I would like to hear your thoughts and your comments. Have any questions? Um, we need to talk about this. Hopefully, this situation let leads to real change and real reform, not only in Puerto Rico, but throughout the world. So if you have any questions, any comments, uh, I'm here. Uh, thank you uh, so much for all of you who participate, who watch, and listen to my podcast uh, today. Um, and, then, and again, let's continue to work together to make the difference. And until then, thank you again for reaching out to, you know, thank you so much uh, for watching a new episode of My Time. This has been your host, Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. And until next time, next time, I wish everybody a very good evening and much blessings. Take care. Bye-bye. And this is it for another episode of My Time with Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. I hope you like it. Uh, so if you want to learn a little bit more information in terms of the work that I do, um, please uh, subscribe to my social media, you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube under my, my name, Tony Hernandez, Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. You can also follow my website, www.tonyhernandezpumarejo.com. And if you're interested in getting a copy of my book, An Autism of Scripted Life, uh, you can purchase it from Amazon and, or any other platform, including my own, you know, my, my website. 
So I hope you liked this episode of My Time with Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. And until next time we meet, thank you. And have a wonderful day. Blessings.